Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Welcome back, onesies, to the show that is happier than a presidentially pardoned turkey. The audience of one show on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5. Streaming on IRLoneStar.com and available wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Andrew, alongside the man who thinks the Superman is for old people. It's Dick Squirrel Nest Schistler. You turn the music down a little early. Uh, um, a little yeah, early. okay. I mean, I'll get over it, but... what's up buddy welcome to audience one (laughs) did you have a great thanksgiving this is our post thanksgiving madness show yeah uh it was fine i cooked a lot of good food and my mom worked really hard she was asleep by like three o'clock and then uh it was weird but lack of lack of family made it weird and this is a transition period for me for being single yeah yeah so that was a lot of fun because traditionally we used to spend time with her family and uh now I to, well what I found kind of ironic was I I live in a big family I have, I have five brothers and sisters I want to say I have sixteen nieces and nephews and so usually our Thanksgivings are very big and when I got married I kind of like would, didn't really care about my family when it came to holidays because it's already big like we're good right you don't need me to be there all the time so I always spent most of every holiday with my ex wife's family and I love that I love their family they're a lot of fun. And then, so I love the first Thanksgiving that I don't have to go spend time with the that uh, the other family. None of my family comes to Thanksgiving. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, it was my mother and my dad and I, and then my sister came by with her kids. But it was just like a quick eat and, <clears throat> and leave. Well, that way you're gonna have a lot of leftovers, though, right? A lot of turkey and Thanksgiving leftovers. Yeah. Yeah, leftovers. Uh, yeah, but leftovers are a big deal. Right. Are you, are you a fan of the Thanksgiving leftovers? Well, would you call it leftovers if you just eat Thanksgiving food for like 24 hours? I think anything after the original serving okay. is considered a leftover. Yeah, of course. Because I got home from the bowling alley and just literally ate <clears throat> the same meal. Yeah, that's leftovers, man. But it's not even a full 24 hours, but I guess it's still technically. Yeah. You know what? We're going to have to set some onesie rules. It has to be the next day you think for so? it to technically be a I don't know. I'm making it up right now. It's funny, though, as much as I do like the Thanksgiving dinner, I'm not a huge fan of Thanksgiving leftovers. I'll eat them, right? Like turkey sandwiches and stuff for the yeah. next week. Well, you'll see, to me, is that. I don't know why. See, I don't know if I even consider that a leftover because you just repurpose that food. Sure. So yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's like cooking a brisket and then you Making eat brisket, brisket tacos. And, and then you bris- make brisket tacos yeah. and like, I don't really count that <clears> as leftovers. <throat> I definitely, when I eat out at restaurants, mm-hmm. I don't eat all my food ever. I always eat. Until I feel full, sure, and then I usually best. Usually, three hours later, I'll finish it. Four hours later, I'll finish whatever. Okay, all right. Yeah, I just I don't know why I'm just not a huge, I don't know, Thanksgiving leftover guy. But it did get me thinking, like, what is the best leftover food? Because some foods are better the next day, like ribs. How 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 is that? Ribs get better. Brisket kind of gets better. I don't know about that. No, letting ribs sit in the fridge for a day or two and they come back, they're always so moist. But I usually cook my own food, and ribs and brisket are delicious. (laughs) So so you clear them off. There are no leftovers, right? No, no, no. I meant more of like right when they're out of the pit and Mm -hmm. you let them rest. Mm -hmm. That's those. That's the best bite. But most people who eat brisket aren't eating a brisket that was an hour off the pit. They're usually, you know. It's five hours afterwards and stuff like that. Yeah, no doubt. So, because that's actually kind of weird. Like, when I cook my family food, like, I make briskets for them and all that kind of stuff. I usually eat before they eat. Right. I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is good. Oh, yeah, this is good. So, by the time we're actually, like, setting up the plates and the beans, like, setting up for everything, I'm, like, already full. I'm like, I'm not even eating because I literally just ate the best part of it and I'm good. (laughs) But leftovers is a – I've never eaten leftovers at least – Three days later. I've never really? done that. I usually give things about a week. And after that, I give it the sniff test. And then generally they go in the trash. Well, you know what's so strange about, I realize about my eating habits is I, re- I eat usually once a day. Oh, wow. And 
what ha- what ends up happening is I just eat when I'm hungry, and then I'm done. And that kind of system doesn't work for other people's schedule. No, no, it and really doesn't. I really I realized that, especially with uh, Thanksgiving, because <clears throat> I was up 5 a.m. starting cooking, and I did whatever. Like I said, I just ate. So when Thanksgiving actually happened with the family, Excuse I was me. I was already full. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll have a roll. Yeah, because it's not your allotted time slot to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, already eaten. Yeah. so I'll give thanks later. You can imagine how difficult I am as a human being being friends with. <clears throat> yes. Well, after Thanksgiving is usually the madness known as Black Friday. Have you ever participated in any, any Black Friday on, madness? I, one, one more story about uh, my weird eating habits. So Yes, please. Continue. So traditionally, when we go out with friends, uh-huh. I always just drink. <laughs> no way. Well, no, I meant like because I, I they even one of uh, one of my buddy's wives always asked like, "Are you okay?" Like every time we go, like he come in, you're always hammered. No, no, not that. Like I don't get anything to eat. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, I'll I'll go to dinner with you. It's guys. not my allotted time. Well, no. And they, right now, I'm drinking. And then they thought like, you're just you're just getting a margarita. That's all you're doing. And I'm like, yeah, I already ate. Like I ate this morning. And they're like. You're like, you're like a reptile that eats like once a month or something, and they have like one rat that a snake will eat all month, and that's its, that's its meal. You're a very strange character, man. Well, uh, I think what it, what it came down to, the reason I developed <clears throat> that habit, was I, I like to cook, but I, I don't want to cook three meals, so it's like I just make a meal, and then I'm good. Right. You gorge yourself. Do you eat a lot at that sitting, though? I eat till I'm full. So, this could be could be a lot. Could be very little. Okay. But like I said, when I uh, I learn something new about you every we, episode. If I do get takeout, though, I won't eat the whole plate. I'm like, I'm gonna be hungry. I'll probably mm-hmm. eat in three hours or something like that. And I'll okay. I actually feel uncomfortable eating in front of people at restaurants. That makes no sense. Well, not like everyone's that. doing it. That's not, the whole point of a restaurant. Well, not uncomfortable. But it's more of like. I want to devour. I want to eat this food. I want to order it the way I want. I want to eat this food. Uh, yeah, and and it's just I just get nervous about that. <laughs> like for example, when I get when I make a steak or I get a steak, yeah. I like to cut the whole thing before I eat. Oh no, don't do that. That cools it off. No, but that's just because what I have this weird thing in no. my mind is I have two utensils in my hand. I have a knife, right? So I was like, I'm gonna just do everything with the knife at the very right. beginning. That way, I don't have to deal with this sh- stuff. Stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, all right. Let's just go. Let's go to town. Let's eat. Yeah, I think that's probably um, not all that uncommon, but the, the negative side effect of doing that is your meat gets cold, especially if it's oh a steak. God, I don't care. Yeah. You know, I'm just carving it up. It's my one time to eat. Well, I'm going to eat. How long does it take you to eat? I don't know. I'm a slow eater, though. I, I, your I, steak gets so cold? I don't understand why that is, but when I go out to eat with coworkers, I'm always the last one still eating, and I don't understand why. Maybe it's because I'm running my mouth the whole time. Yeah, you can I don't talk know. a lot. Yeah, I do. Well, that's why I'm on the radio. So Black Friday madness, it is crazy. I'm always amused at some of these stories I hear about Black Friday and the fights and things that break out. So like I said, uh, I asked you earlier, have you ever participated in any sort of, I'm going to wait outside the store at 3 a.m. until the store opens at 4 a.m. and I'm going to go in and get me the greatest Nintendo 64 or the new Wii? No, um... <clears throat> I I think the only time I ever did that was for a video game, but it wasn't like a Black Friday thing. It was oh, but you did wait outside the store yeah. for the oh for the release of whatever the release, yeah. yeah. But it was more of a friend thing. Like all our friends agreed to go. It wasn't just me doing it. I'm waiting for the release, mm. so we all just went together. And I did the same thing for Star Wars. Oh, camped out. Yeah, that yeah. was a big deal. That was fun. And then uh, you are talking about the ones in the late nineties? Yeah, yeah. You know, because they had because it been like twenty some odd years since the last. Or maybe not that long, maybe 17 in between the last Yeah, episodes. like I remember I episode that. one came out, and I think it came out, I think that's when they started doing like the Thursday releases. Mm-hmm. And I told my mom, I was like, I think I, I couldn't drive at the time. And I was like, I'm going to go see this. And so, can you, can I skip school? And my mom was like, what? Like, Come on, like if you let me skip school, if I make like an A in this class, I've been struggling like one class. She's like, okay. So I made an A. And there she, you go. That's all she, it took. And then she's. And then I remember when I told my friends, like, "Oh, guess what? I get to leave school early." Like, "Oh, why?" It's like, "Cause we're going to go see Star Wars." <laughs> and then, of course, all my buddies wanted to go. And then you know what? They didn't have to get an A. They got permission to leave. And so it was a. My mom took like four of my friends and I to go see Star Wars. And I thought it was BS. I was like, "Man, I earned this. You guys didn't do jack." But yeah. So I thought it would be interesting if we look up a few facts here about Black Friday. The predecessor to Black Friday was the Santa Claus Parade. 
Over the years, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade has become part of the holiday uh, season and rituals in America. But the first Santa Claus Parade was held on December 2nd in 1905. Okay. So that was kind of the big deal after... um, Thanksgiving was to have a Santa Claus parade. Black Friday is also, I love this, the busiest day of the year for plumbers. And why might that be? Because they're being called to clean up the mess after all of the shoppers come in there and dookie all over the place, apparently. Yeah. So if you're a plumber right now, I suppose this is your busy time of the day. Black Friday was once called Big Friday. I think Black Friday is much better. Yeah, well, today's Black Friday is so different from 20 years ago because everyone has really gotten to be a big deal. And I guess it's kind of strange because it says here that it didn't become the officially uh, Black Friday busy shopping day of the year until 2001. So it has been like the last 20 years. Well, I meant more because the internet's there, so it's yeah. like you don't have to camp out. And I, you know, it's funny. I had one friend. He used Black Friday to buy stuff for his house, not for like gifts. So the whole intention was like, sure. oh, we need a new TV for the house. Yeah, you wait. And they go, and like uh, one of our mutual buddies, he bought like three TVs. Yeah, you could have gotten those sweet headphones and a little bit discount if you had waited. And I was like, why did you buy three TVs? Like, it's Black Friday, man. Like, we got one for outside. We got backup, you know, if one goes down. And I was like, I guess. But yeah, that was that's kind of interesting. And people, I always, they always look at Black Friday that wasn't for gift giving. It's more of like, oh, we want to buy this furniture or we want to buy this car for us, like not like a Christmas thing. It's just like I yeah. think it's for everyone. It doesn't matter. In Mexico, Black Friday is referred to as El Buen Fin, which translates to the Good Weekend. I would think it'd be something like Viernes Negro or something. <laughs> that, that Black Friday. I don't, I don't know, know Spanish at all. Uh, no way. Anyways, let me, let me there's some facts. This. Let me ask you this about Black yeah. Friday, because traditionally, yes. when you're younger, there's always that hot toy, and Black Friday was like <clears> the <throat> release of that toy, or that's when. Yeah, I was like, already an adult though. By the time that was a big deal. So, so yeah, because I remember like the Tickle Me Elmo. That was the first memory of like a toy that was insane. Yes. And I never, I didn't want one. I didn't care about that kind of stuff. But it was like. Yeah, I, that's that like, is, I think, the one that started it all in at least the the more modern terms. The Tickle Me Elmo. I think it was like late '90s, '98, '99. Yeah. What other toys were like that? Do they still even have that today? Is there like a hot toy for like a five-year-old? Man, I don't even know. Do, do kids even play with toys anymore? Oh, do they? I don't know. I mean, Which, they're always on their iPads. <clears throat> yeah, so I think I wonder... it's, it's probably something related to the iPad or some new game release, which no, you don't have to go to a store to get, right? No, what freaked me out was my nephew. Uh, he was over. He was at Thanksgiving, and I was just ch- chatting with him. He's 13, 14, and I go, what do you want for Christmas? He's like, oh, I want to get an Oculus. Like the VR mm-hmm. thing, and I go, but don't you have a Nintendo DS or Nintendo whatever? And he's like, yeah. I was like, didn't I help your mom get you a sweet gaming laptop? Yeah, it's not enough, man. Yeah, I was like, what do you need an Oculus for? Like, it's not real enough. Because I was thinking about when I was his age. <laughs> yeah, full immersion. I'd be, I'd be completely content with the Nintendo, sure, of course. And especially the new one where you just travel around with it now. Like I can just, I don't have to go to the game room. I can just sit in my room and just be alone. But yeah, so times change for kids. And it really has. It really has. And did, did you ever buy a car for somebody for Christmas, like as a gift? Oh, yeah. You always see the commercials with the bow on never, top of the car. I don't think I've ever no done No one anything. has ever done that. Look, we have payments for the next six years. Ta-da! There's a good <laughs> SNL skit about that. I don't know if you've seen it. You should check it out. Everyone <laughs> who's right. listening, look up like SNL Christmas car skit. It is pretty dang funny. Yeah, now we have a debt. Uh, Great. Unless they're buying it for cash, which no one ever does that by the way. Really? No. Anyways, cue the show music. We're getting started. We're moving past the uh, small chit-chat of Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Well, I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Now we're moving on to Christmas. Yeah, I guess right on. Move along. Yeah. but now I'm more of a New Year's guy than a Christmas guy. Are you? Yeah. Because that's like... It's the mentality. Like usually in Christmas, everyone's stressed. Yeah, or that, that dang Jesus thing gets in the way. But New Year's, you can just New Year's get drunk. People, yeah, people are like, let's party. And I'm like, yeah, I like that. Like, I, you know what's funny about Christmas, too? One thing I hate about Christmas holiday, and Thanksgiving holiday particularly, is there's never, like, a consistent time. Yeah, we talked about that. I, I have rules for holidays. They should always be on a Saturday. No, no, no. I meant more of, like, the family planning. Oh, gosh. Because, okay. like, it's like, oh, we're going to Again, this person's house, so they're, we're they're trying to at noon. They're trying to lose you, man. <laughs> that's why they keep changing it up on you, I think. And then, like, this year we ate at, like, 2 or 3, and I was like, well, that's kind of late because I have to leave. Mm-hmm. But then... You know, it's one of the, and like especially Christmas, it's like, oh, we're going to do Christmas at 8 a.m. And then 
10 years later, it's like, oh, we're going to start doing it at like four. I'm like, oh my God. And then it's like, oh, we're going to do it two days before. What else you got going on, man? And I was, I was like, why don't we just stick with it? Why are we trying to make everyone happy? Just say Christmas at eight o'clock. There we go. Come if you want, whatever. I hate it. I'm sorry you're so bothered by this. Well, but you know when someone tells you, oh, we had Thanksgiving <clears throat> on this Tuesday. This is also from the guy whose car is not has been incorrect on the time for the past eight months. Doesn't mean I'm late. Okay. And I told you I can't fix it. There's nothing I can do about it. Because so I don't depend on that clock. I should just put black tape over it and be like, don't worry <laughs> yeah. about it. Just but, like just like the warning no, indicators. We're sitting there at the bowling alley yesterday, and I'm talking to everybody saying happy Thanksgiving. And I was like, oh, how's your Thanksgiving? Oh, we had it on Tuesday. I was like, whoa, is it like at a prison or something? Like, why would you have to do it on Tuesday? This would have been really bad for your sensibi- sensibilities. Wait, you no, can't do that. Well, you know what I'm talking about? I, I, yes, you're saying they had, they, there was probably something that went on that they, that was the only day they could schedule it. So they scheduled it whenever it was appropriate for that family. And they agreed to it, and it was fine. It's okay, Dick. I mean, the whole thing about Thanksgiving is well, giving So thanks. I could have Thanksgiving in July. That's right. I identify as Thanksgiving in, in July. That's funny. So a rare first-class menu from the Titanic was recently sold for $102,000 on auction, which is pretty cool. A menu? A menu, yes. That's cool. Yeah, kind of sticking on this food so theme you're, you're telling me one of the people who was jumping ship kept a menu? I, right. I'm going to hold on dry? to this. Dry? I have a feeling it was just found as part of the wreckage. Oh, okay. Dick. So I'm it guessing. dried out. So it's yes, dried and out. it does say it's heavily water-stained. No kidding. But I was very curious to know what was on this menu. And this was the first class menu, which, as you know, if you know anything about the Titanic. There's like 12 classes on there. Right, exactly. So let's see here. On that menu, <clears throat> dinner options on that night of April 11th included oysters, mm-hmm. sirloin of beef with horseradish cream, and pureed parsnips. Mm, sounds wonderful. Yeah. Desserts including apricot bordeaux, a type of tart. And a Victoria pudding sounds wonderful as you're sinking into the t- into the ocean, right? No, not probably uh, the day before. Yeah, maybe so, maybe so. No, it says on that April 11th, didn't it? Actually, like I don't know. Who cares? I don't know. I just thought that was fairly interesting. So as other people do were you, dining do on, do you even know where the crackers and crank? Somewhere off the coast of New York, right? I <laughs> mean, you, okay. Do you? No, I don't care. But like I, I, you know, it's like oh, you. Just, <coughs> my answer is the ocean. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. But I, because I, I know it came from the UK. Right. It was on its way to New York, wasn't it? Yeah, it was coming to New York, and I thought it. So somewhere in between, it sank. There you go. That's why I said off the coast of New York, which can really be anywhere if you think so about it. So if I go to, the, if I travel to the UK from like New York, I can like look down from the airplane. I'm like, oh, there's the Titanic. Absolutely. So here's a story I know that you will be really um, interested in. This is funny. So a Texas mom was found guilty on Wednesday for posing as her teenage daughter at a middle school to prove a point. Now, we had a story a few weeks ago about the dad who went to the uh, school board meeting and dressed in a halter top and Daisy Dukes yeah. to, to prove his point that this was inappropriate dress for school. Well, this mom wanted to show how easy it was for someone to infiltrate her school. So she had good intentions, right? But she ultimately got arrested for trespassing. Yeah, she was just sentenced, actually. This was back in 2021. So what's interesting about this, though, is her daughter is 13 years old. She's 30. So if I do the quick math, she gave birth to this child at 17. Am I correct on that? Sure. So I'm thinking, I wonder if she missed out on a little bit of her high school days. I was kind of curious about... uh, no. I want to go back and relive the good life. I can't believe she, and I can do I it under the she pulled it off. How many, how many days did she, she do it No, for? she went in for two classes. <laughs> oh, she, well, I mean, that's... Before someone said, this woman does not look like a 13-year-old child. It. You know, one time I, uh, <laughs> for the radio station, we were I was doing stuff with the high schools, and I went over to Candy Creek High School mm-hmm. and <clears> talked <throat> about security. It was nuts. Because I've never been to that high school. I had no idea where to go. There wasn't, like, because traditionally when I think of, like, when I went to school, there was definitely a front entrance. Right. But the way this was laid out and, like, where parking was, it was just all a bunch of different looking big buildings. And I was like, all right, well, I'll just walk in. And I'm going, and I just open a door. And immediately cuffed. And then immediately goes, who are you? And I was like. I'm Dick Schisler. I'm Dick. Who the hell are you? I'm looking, and they're like, oh, well, you, can't, you can't be here. I'm, I'm an like, esteemed alumnus. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it was like immediate, and I was just like, "Oh Jesus!" Like I'm just looking for an entrance, and like, "Oh, you're in the wrong place." Well, see, that's what this woman was trying to prove—that it was easy to infiltrate the schools, and so she did. And I guess she did prove her point. She was given six months of probation, 100 hours of community service, and a $700 probated fine. Her picture is there in that link. I don't know if you want to yeah, show yeah, it gonna... and see if you think that she could pass for a 13-year-old girl. Let's see. I'm not thinking so. I mean, she doesn't look old by any means, but she certainly doesn't look like someone. I mean, it's, <clears throat> it's all about presentation, man. Yeah, uh, she, she didn't make it to third period, that's for sure. It's all about presentation. When she got her, her hydro flask. and I don't if, know what they're doing these days. And her big floppy t-shirt or a uh, sweatshirt, whatever kids yeah, are wearing. I don't know. But, I mean, it's all about presentation. And their Crocs. they got to wear their Crocs with no, socks. Th- that happens all the time at the bowling alley, man, where people come up and they're like, oh, hey, can I get a beer? And I'm like, this guy's not 21. Mm-hmm. And, and especially the girls. Like, this yeah, girl you, can't, not- you can't blame him for trying, though, man. Well, she was charged with criminal trespass. I like it. Yep. So, Dick, were you ever a um, rollerblade guy as a kid? Yeah, I played Did roller you? hockey. <clears throat> Did you now? Yeah, so I, I played ice hockey <clears throat> for like five years. And yeah, then, and then you and moved over no, to the rollerblades? Well, there's no ice in Texas, so... You don't say. So it's pretty expensive to go yeah. ice skating. Yeah, we've hockey. talked about that before, that you played hockey, so I played and I asked ro- you if you'd ever had to throw it down, and you said, no, you didn't. And I'm like, did you really play hockey then? Well, that's true. I never <clears> got in a fight. But yeah. I was also really young. I think I think the rite of passage of hockey is if you lose your t- like a tooth. Yeah, you got to do that. Yeah, and I never did. Oh, so. well... Th- it's never too late. But no, roller hockey was cool. So I I was more of a skateboard cool. kid, right? Because I'm a little older than you, and so skateboarding was really, really popular in the 80s, and I was really into skateboarding. And so when rollerblades came along, I always thought it was kind of lame. I just was like, no, nah, man, skateboarding's cool. And so I remember actually one at one point I went on vacation with my family to uh, San Francisco, and my uncle told me, hey, look, there's this park where all the skateboarders come out, and there's some really good skateboarders, and they skateboard you, and I got excited about this. Oh, I couldn't wait to get out there. When we got out there, it was nothing but a bunch of rollerbladers yeah, wearing, like, flowery pants and stuff. Come on, man. So disappointed. Well, anyways, rollerblades are making a huge comeback. And wouldn't you know, they're making a huge comeback with the Taliban. <laughs> Apparently, they're rebranding, and the Taliban um, soldiers are now rolling the streets in Cabal on rollerblades and i have to admit it's kind of hard to um take these people seriously but they are holding ak-47s um you know it kind of reminds me of like the police officers here in the united states the ones that get assigned the bike duty the old joke is they um they get really embarrassed and emasculated because they have to ride the bike can you imagine getting rollerblade duty if if folks on youtube and facebook can see this this guy's rollerblading and holding his gun (laughs) yes his ak yeah man and then i think the next picture i saw it was uh they're, what do you call it when you're tagging a car? Tagging a car. Is that what they call it? Yeah, with, you're talking about like with spray paint? No, I'm talking about like you hold on to the car. Oh, oh, like the guy did and uh, Marty did in uh, Back to the yeah. Future. So that was so they're, awesome. They're doing that right there. Again, tandem. on a skateboard, not rollerblades. Gosh. But yeah, they're the rollerblading squad, dog. Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting. I wouldn't make fun of him because, after all, he is still holding an AK. Yeah, I like it. You ever been to a foreign country and seen like the security guards carrying around AKs like in the airport or something? No, it's, well, the guy who drives me carries pretty it. Sure. Well, good. Yeah, okay, then you're used to it. Yeah. All right. I know the first time I saw that, I was like, whoa, I am not in the United States anymore, because they just, right out there in the yeah. open, got an AK, and it's like, uh, this this will be used if need be. But they weren't on rollerblades. <laughs> the rollerblading thing's kind of funny to me, because yeah. what I love about it is how quickly it can go bad. Right. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to, I wonder if they do tricks, you know? What's it yeah, called? while they're holding their yes, gun. Yes, absolutely. What's the what's the move when you're on rollerblades? When you're going around the circle, where you put one foot in front of the other, you know, instead of just cu- when you're when you're turning a circle. Yeah. What is that called? Because that's such a baller baller move. I could never do that. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, yeah, I know right? What you're talking about, but it's got it's got to have a name. I no, I don't think it's really considered a trick. No, but it's just it's an advanced skill, right? And same yeah. with rollerblading. I mean, with uh, ice skating. Yeah. You go around the corner instead of like. Well, it helps you keep your momentum. Yeah, yeah, and you actually gain speed probably oh, yeah. doing that. Yeah, it's like you're interlacing your feet or something. I don't know, or overstepping each feet. Uh, you're easily impressed. <laughs> yeah, it does look pretty baller. Man, that's a like, cool hey, trick. look, I know when I see somebody doing that, this is not their first time rollerblading. It's like, look at that guy. He gets all the rollerblade chicks. Well, I, no, what I love is I, I don't know when the last time you've been to a roller rink. 
Where there's always those few people. It's, well, I took my daughter to one. She had a birthday party like a couple of years ago. But yeah, so like there, I last time we went, cause I we, didn't strap uh, up the uh, shoes though. Ooh, the, r- said, the owner of Rainbow, uh, Rainbow, she also does the the derby stuff. What's it called? Roller derby. Oh yeah. And I still don't understand I, she, the point of that. Oh, how do, how do you win fine. and lose? How do it's, you win and lose it's though? It's the points. It's the points. No. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, so she invited us. So my the, the girl who I was seeing at the time, we went. Your wife. Mm-hmm. And. I need to come up with a fun name for her. But anyway, yes, please do. She, she's not part of the story. But we were there, and I, I'll never forget, there's like all these kids everywhere, and I get the rollerblades on, and I've rollerbladed before, so I was you know, I was good. And these kids had like walkers to help them. Oh, yeah. And to help when them When I was learn. kid, we didn't have any of that, man. But we just fell were, flat on our face and broke our wrists like real men. But, but there were like three dudes there who were just... Hauling butt. Uh-huh. I bet you they were the doing circle. the cross step move too. The cross weren't step. They? they were doing like the one eighties. Uh-huh. I'm like, I go. Uh-huh. I remember going, "Hey, this guy's gonna nail somebody because he's not paying attention," uh-huh. and just nails this kid with a walker. <laughs> like, because because the for some reason I don't get this is there's an inner circle and an outer circle. Well, yes. the inner circle is for the less talented. I th- well, I think it varies, but yes, they try and well, separate like it's smaller swim area. lanes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but to get out of it. You have to go cross through the, traffic. You have to go through the fast, which is why ball. I think in some cases they put the more advanced people in the middle. But there's not enough space. Well, if you're really good, there is. Uh, but yeah, and this dude just clocked this kid. You ever done? You ever done the limbo? Yeah, we did the limbo. Yeah, you night. did. You're really good at it, huh? I got to see you on rollerblades. I really awesome. like. I mean, rollerblades a lot of fun, and hockey's a lot of fun, and uh, ice skating's a lot of fun. Yeah. Hey, Dick, have you ever been sitting around in your apartment? nothing to do and you're like I think I'm gonna do some meth but then you get the thought you know I don't know if this meth is safe so I'm going to take it to the local hospital and have them check it well that's exactly what an East Texas man did and wouldn't you know he got arrested for doing it 65 year old Timothy Smith reportedly visited the emergency room on November 9th in Texarkana he wasn't sick but he did want them to do him a favor to test his meth to make sure it was quote safe in a little disbelief, they asked him to have a seat, told him they'd be right back, and while he waited, they called 911. Look, man, I'm not condoning the use of methamphetamines or any illegal drugs for that matter, but I'm kind of on this guy's side. He was just trying to make sure his well, drugs should, were safe. He should have moved to, I don't know, or is it Canada where you can just do it? Or what? There's, a, there's, there's some place where like all drugs, drugs are you legal. Just, you just offended all of our Canuck listeners. Chuck the Canuck is very What's bad right that, now. I didn't say that was bad. Oh, well. I'm it, just saying I remember reading there's a place that like all drugs and there's like places where you can go get needles and all that kind of stuff. Whoa. Yeah, you didn't. <laughs> no. Man, oh, man I, I travel every week for work. Yeah, I, well, I, I travel to legit places. This sounds like some something shady no, going on. I mean, on. I imagine it's somewhere. Like I remember it was either in Oregon or like Portland or something or somewhere like Toronto. Interesting. No, I I was not aware of that. Well, Timothy Smith, I'm on your side. They even have I think, places you can do the drugs. I think, yeah, now that I have heard of. It's so. called my living room, bro. Now, Mr. Timothy Smith, I'm on your side. I think you were doing the right thing, making sure that your meth was clean meth, pure, organic, I'm, locally sourced, farm-to-table meth. And I'm not saying I'm not surprised, because people who are already making that decision, doing that kind of drug, is a little different than me. But I always feel like if I did anything illegal, I would like to have some type of comfort knowing that. Right, exactly. Especially in today's world where, like, everyone says fentanyl is crazy, right? Yeah. It's like you can just what touch it. what they say. Well, no, no. I mean, think about it. Like, you watch the television shows, you know, <clears> all that kind of stuff. Like, oh, even if you, like, inhale yeah. it, you could die. And I go, sure. then what are these people doing who are buying it? How are they not, you know, accidentally, mm-hmm. like, oh, I knocked it over. We're all dead. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm kind of curious. So if you're a listener that does fentanyl, <laughs> please let me know how you do it. Because I want to understand this. Because, like, everyone's They won't about, be a listener for long. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know what I'm talking about? Because they're like, oh, that's the number one imported illegal drug now. It's fentanyl. Yes, it is. And I'm like, are they just mixing it with stuff? Or, like, if it's that it's, dangerous. Yeah, like, suppose, yeah, they're mixing it. Because most people who are doing those kind of drugs, I imagine they're not the most hygienic. So they're not wearing the gloves. <laughs> no, they're like, probably not too concerned with it, no. Yeah, you know, and like I met a couple drug dealers. They're not wearing gloves. They're not wearing masks when they're delivering my produce. So it's like, what's going on here? You know? Yeah. Drug dealers are not the most hygienic. Last story before the break, and staying on this theme of drugs, a Tennessee man was arrested after he allegedly drove children 
under the influence at a Christmas tractor parade on Saturday. So you can imagine the scene here. This is one of those things in a neighborhood where you have some volunteer who's got like a little mini tractor and he's driving kids yeah. around while he begins to act erratic. And this was in the small town That's of Tanzawell, Tennessee. Uh, Henry Meade was his name and he was driving Santa's train, a motorized lawn lawnmower pulling carts of children. When they witnessed that he was acting erratically, when the police got there, they found methamphetamines and syringes. This guy was going for it, man. I can't believe he had time to volunteer at the parade. <laughs> yeah, they found narcotics, meth, and a syringe, and they took him into custody. Merry on, Christmas, so everyone. Say that story again. They found it at his house or on the tractor? No, on him. Oh, okay. On that, him. Okay. I thought you were talking about his house. It's like, no, 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 man, no. no, no. Uh, he failed a field sobriety test, and they found <laughs> meth, narcotics, and a syringe when they this took him in. jacked up. Yeah, and driving kids around. <laughs> yes. All right, when we well, come yeah. back... <laughs> I mean, think about, like, you're trying to be, like, the best dad you could be, right? And I'm just trying. I'm just trying and my best. No, no. I, mean, like, your kids, I could just do my meth in the, in the, the, the no, living room, I'll, but I volunteered to I'm drive not the talking tractor. about this individual. I'm talking about one of the kids' dads. And it's like, oh, my daughter wants to get on the hayride. Okay, we'll let you on the hayride. And the next thing you know, this guy's getting busted, and they're like, "Whoa, what happened? To, what's going on with John over there? What, what? They're arresting John. What? Oh, he's got needles on him, and meth. And I'm like, wait, my kid was on the hayride with this guy. This guy was just carrying around meth and needles. And then uh, that's what I'm saying. You kind of like you oh, probably yeah. have a little uh, oh, yeah. self reflection time with that one. Yeah, it's hilarious. In a sad sort of way. At least no one was hurt. All right, when we come back from the break, guys, we're going to have another exciting, exciting edition of Fill in the Blank with Dick. We'll be right back. Audience of One, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. right here on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5. Listen to the brain droppings of local hosts, me, Andrew Belshner, along with the jewel of Montgomery County Radio, Dick Schisler. Topical musings, news stories, oddities, or just weird conversations that we normally have with ourselves, all mixed together with the occasional guest. You can also find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. All right, we are back with Audience of One here on Lone Star Community Radio. We're here every Wednesday at 10 a.m. worldwide. You can stream us live at IRLoneStar.com, Condors <laughs> FM 104.5, 106.1, and, of course, Lone Star Community Radio's Facebook and YouTube channel. Uh, last week's episode, we talked about we talked about a new call text line, so I want to give that phone number out. It is 936-463-2322. So if you know where the Titanic sank without looking it up, you can let us know, and I'll be really impressed. Also, you know what? I do want to ask the question, and y'all can say it through a Facebook message or whatever. What's the best deal you got on Black Friday? Yeah. Because I never, like, usually if I ever had anything to buy on mm -hmm. Black Friday, it was because, like, the ad inspired me to buy it. Sure. But, I bought a pickup truck one time about 13, 14 years ago on Black Friday. And it was, and it that, was I saw were it. Were you shopping for a truck? We, and then you're like, oh man, this is a great deal. I'm I'm going in and scooping it. That's kind of the way it went. We were mildly in the market for a truck. And how old is this? I saw it in the newspaper. Yeah. It was an ad for, uh, you know, Black Friday deals. And we're like, yeah, let's go, we'll go check it out. And it was a good deal. Yeah, because I don't, I don't think I've ever gotten a great deal on Black Friday, mainly because there's usually if it's too good of a deal, it means you're just gonna be a struggle <clears> getting it. Yeah, and like you, they don't guarantee it, or you know, you, about, know, you know what? Uh -oh. Yeah, so it was kind of uh -oh. like that. We went in and uh -oh. we showed the sales guy, hey, look, here's the the deal for the, the the Black Friday truck, and he said, oh yeah, that's only on three trucks out of the entire you know lot. Yeah, and they had the little they actually had in the newspaper had serial numbers or something that he could identify what vehicle it was. And we gave him the, you know, the, the, the advertisement. He said, like, okay, let me look this up. And the truck wasn't even on the lot. It was on some satellite lot. We had to get in the car and drive to it. But it was there, and it was a real-life vehicle. But it was just very select, and it wasn't the exact model that we wanted or trim what we wanted. But for that price, it's all good. Yeah, because, you know, I'm shopping for a car, and it's the yeah. Wild West. Yeah. And I'm going today to look at one. Good it, luck, sir. Well, you know what I was amazed by with this journey I'm, I'm on now? 
is how much information is on the internet about what to look for when you buy a car. Like there's thousands of YouTube channels. My favorite YouTube channels that I've found so far are these mom and pop YouTube channels that they talk about how to negotiate. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious to me because you're just buying a car. Yeah. But the way they're treating it, it's like you're negotiating for like the Louisiana purchase over right. here. All and, to save like 500 bucks. Yeah, I know. It's really funny. And how serious they take it. And like, oh, I've done hundreds of deals. And I'm like, man, I've only bought one car in my life. Like, how many cars is this person buying? Because I'm not one of those people who, like, who likes buying cars all the time because I'm lazy and it's like, I just want to go and buy the car that I want. Yeah, you're but, not a big car guy. And that's why I kind of laughed because uh, I was talking to my father about it. And I go, you know what this new generation's doing now? Is it like that Carvana mm-hmm. kiosk? Have you seen like the actual kiosk? Like, that's more towards me. Because I just want to go up there and be like, I found a picture of the car I want. I want this one. And just and watch it's like, it come down the elevator. Me, 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 me. Yeah. There we go. And uh, but no, yeah, it's like a car vending machine. Yeah, I love it. But but now you get you get there's so much information <laughs> out there, and especially about the dealership stuff, mm-hmm. where like they they put on little taxes or little charges for like they don't really need to put on sure. there. And it's kind of funny to me is after watching about I would say I watched over four hours of these videos just because I wanted to learn like the whole world because I never like the first car I bought I just went in there and go here's money give me my car. And they're like, okay. And I signed a bunch of papers, and I was out within like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. But these people make it sound like you're going to have to talk to like three different people. Well, if you want to get the deal, I and suppose. And it's like you're playing poker. And it's like, don't tell this person this this information. But when you move on to the next stage, you can let this information be known. But at the very end, you hold off until the very end when you talk to the finance officer. That's when you lay it down That's, on them. Yeah, I'm sitting there going like, dear God. Yeah, I do remember one time there was like a line item on the price of this vehicle. It was $600 for pinstriping. And basically that was just some of the fancy stickers yeah. on the side. And of you had to pay that. Yeah, and I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute. What if I don't want them? Are you going to remove them? I said, no. I'm like, well, then that's just part of the price of the car. Why is that a line item? You know, that's ridiculous when they're trying to jack up the price. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably telling me I could have just put my foot down and said, no, I'm not paying Well, yeah, there, there's all sorts of little things. And then what I love is one of them, one guy even said there was a uh, a processing fee. And usually he goes, oh, usually that processing fee is like 200 to $350. If it's any more than that, negotiate them down. But you have to pay it because the dealer's got to get some money. <laughs> and I'm like, no, they don't. <laughs> they don't have to get well, some money. Like, I mean, in a, they kind of do. Well, I know, but it's funny. It's like, oh, we'll, we'll let you have this one. You're already screwing me over. Well, I have to admit something here uh, to the onesies. I just realized this today, in fact. That I'm a great person. So when I put, yes. No, I, I realized that so long ago. I realized that um, I put my headphones on with the wire on this side because it plugs into the, the control over here on this side. And I didn't want the wire to cross my body. But in doing so... I've been putting on my headphones backwards. Apparently, there is a left yeah, and a right. They're stereo headphones. I had no idea. Yeah, but once actually says yeah, L. They're stereo headphones. On my right ear. That's what stereo means. So I have not been broadcasting at the proper level this oh. entire time because I've had my headphones on backwards. No wonder you sound so screwed up. Hold on. Let me see if this makes a difference. Riveting. All right. I just turned my headphones around. Talk to me, Goose. Talk oh, to me. All right. Talking. Okay, now you still sound just as weird. Yeah. Anyways. I love it. Uh, <laughs> but no, no, yeah. The Black Friday thing, I want people to contact us. You can email us at audience at one show at gmail.com or call text at 936-463-2322. Uh, like, what's the best deal you got? I don't, yeah. 15% off Goop Candle. Last week, I talked about... <laughs> How I was mesmerized and kind of freaked out by this mysticism around Yeti coolers and all these other products, Arctic coolers that keep things cold for days and days. Yeah. 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 And it just kind of weirds me out. Like, what's this sort of sorcery that they're using to keep this stuff cold? Well, wouldn't you know, in the news, went viral last week, Stanley. You know, the, uh, the brand Stanley has their own version of, you know, supersonic cups and and, okay. and uh, coolers. Well, I mean, apparently there was a... What? I had a, my Stanley coffee mug over here. Yeah, well, apparently there was a, a clip of a woman who had a Stanley cup. No, not the one you get for winning the um, hockey. hockey. Yeah, An actual cup in her car, and her car catches fire. Burns the whole thing down when she 
gets back to the car, opens the car door. Her cup is still sitting there. She picks it up, jiggles it, still has ice in the Stanley Cup. Come on, man. I'm telling you, this stuff, it should not, this should not happen. That cup should have melted. There's some force field around yeah. it. It's, it's like God's shining light down on it. It's kind of freaky. Well, wouldn't you know that Stanley sees well, this? See, this is what I don't get. Do you think she drank it? Oh, that would have been awesome. Well, I'd if she did, then what's the point? No, but the point is it kept it cold, even in a car fire. Yeah, but, oh, kept what cold? Something you're going to throw out? Wonderful. Well, the the viral video racked up 80 million views and thousands of comments, blah, blah, blah. Well, the a company actually reached out to her and said they were going to buy her a whole new vehicle. That's nice of her. It, or nice of them. Yes, Not it is her. nice of them. Huh? Because she probably doesn't want to pay the tax on that crap. Oh, right. Yeah. Now she's got like, hey, I already get my car replaced. But it's free. It's free. I'll pay the taxes on that if I get a free car. But again, that should not happen. That's because you're better off than most of this world. Thank you for noticing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Don't put that on me. (laughs) It is now time, as teased, to play another game. The game of fill in the blank with Dick. Now, you failed miserably last time. On this, uh, the answer was Mom Spaghetti, and somehow yeah. you did not know the answer to that very famous line from Eminem's. Yeah. I still haven't heard the song. <laughs> I, it's funny as I actually heard it last week and immediately I'm thought not, of you. Uh, okay, so I here do, we go. I do want to <clears> let you know I love playing this game. I know. I, I, I can tell anytime you pick up the mic like this and lean back, I love it. he is now entered into don't care mode. All right, here we go. I think you're going to get this one. Are you ready? <clears throat> The first rule of Fight Club is you don't blank. You don't talk about Fight Club. <gasps> Ladies and gentlemen, got he got it, it right. I, got it. I usually play... Dick filled in that blank correctly. I That's usually right. play this the... game with girls. I don't, I'm just going to let you know. I know you do. I know you do. Well, thank you or for... women. <laughs> More like women. Sorry. Well, two South Carolina daycare teachers uh, must not have known the first rule because they have been charged multiple times for allegedly directing three- and four-year-olds in their care to fight one another and allowing the violence to proceed without correction. <laughs> this wait, is a, this is wait. A, this... So they just let kids yep. fight. It wasn't organized. It wasn't well, like, oh, I, I, got, I got George over here. I know, I think I he was... Philip. Philip. Little Timmy's going to fight against, you know... And they put money on it and stuff? Well, I don't know if they put money, but um, two uh, daycare employers, Erica Jones, 27, and Serena Caldwell, 56, turned themselves in. Yeah, because they were organizing these fights. And basically, yeah, I don't know if they were betting on it, although it would be really it. cooler if I they did. did. <laughs> Can I you think imagine? I, I, what, I, what I love about and one that one of those little scene, kids had to snitch. What I love about that scene is imagine walking in on it. Uh-huh. And you're kind of like, is anyone going to stop these kids from hitting each other? And then, no. This is just normal here? Right. And you know it was probably one of those things where the kids went home and they were telling their parents about what happened at daycare. Yeah. Or your kid has bruises, bruises all over him. Bruises all over him. She's like, what happened? I'm not supposed to talk about it. His name is Robert we're Paulson. Talking about, we're talking about four-year-olds. His I, name is Robert they, Paulson. They probably didn't know what a His secret was. His name is was. Robert Paulson. Yeah. Yeah, but how sick are these people, man? Uh, <laughs> Gosh. Do you think it started out like kind of innocent in a sense like they're sitting there eating their lunch and they look over and they see these kids fighting they're like hey check this out they're fighting again what uh, are we going to do about that's these kids funny you know what i've got an idea that's kind of funny right you want to run squares i think that other kids <laughs> completely manhandle him that's sad <laughs> it is kind of sad and if that were one of my kids i would be absolutely furious but i'd also want him to win so last week we had some weird, weird, um, was it last week or two weeks ago? I get these confused. Uh, stories about people who got blood transfusions. Oh, yeah. And, or that, even was last, organ, that was last week. Was that last week? I don't episode. know. Uh, or organ transplants. And then the, afterwards they would um, report that they had personality changes. Yeah. You know, suddenly they now could sing better or maybe they liked to go out a lot, whereas before they were homebodies or like we joked. Yeah. They now voted Republican instead of Democrat. Well, this story, kind of along those same lines, but a little weirder. And if you're a little grossed out by this one, I apologize to no one. But from Insider.com, a man gave himself poop transplants using his mom's feces to treat his debilitating Crohn's disease. Now, I've heard of things like this, and this is actually like doctor-sanctioned things, where they have fecal transplants from somebody who has a healthy gut, and they inject it or... You take it orally, but I'm not putting that stuff in my mouth. And it's supposed to help grow good bacteria in your stomach. And um, in this guy's case, he had Crohn's disease, and it was debilitating. 
Okay, I get it. But this guy was doing it DIY, which means he was swapping crap with his mom at the house. I don't know if he was using like a turkey baster or what, but the whole scenario is pretty, pretty gross. It was successful. He started uh, to have some, some results positive, and, and some of the symptoms of his Crohn's disease were subsiding. However, he had one side effect, and that's when he started experiencing her menopause symptoms. <laughs> So apparently mom was going through menopause and her poop was carrying some of the hormones, which apparently poop carries hormones, didn't know that, injected it into her son and he started becoming moody and irritable, tired. Talk about irritable bowel syndrome. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Now, the thing is, if you're doing this, why are you telling anybody, man? I'm not, this guy's never going to get a date ever again. Hey, aren't you that guy you, that you swapped crap funny. with your mom? <laughs> what's funny is I dated a girl yeah, with, you did. with Crohn's disease, and I didn't know she had Crohn's disease. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fairly common. Well, because no, well, she's embarrassed by it, yeah, and yeah. I'm one of those guys, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, as long as you're hot, man, I don't I care. Mean, if you let your kids beat up other kids, don't care. As long as you're hot. Um, as long as we can play fill in the blank. Yeah. Oh, it says uh, it says here that the treatment was not approved for Crohn's disease, so that's why they did it without medical supervision. But it, what was great about that girl is after she told me, I was like, I was like, what's Crohn's disease? Like, I, she told me like she dropped a bomb. She's like, I gotta tell you something. I'm like, what no pun you? intended. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, she's like, I have Crohn's disease. I'm like, does that mean you're gonna die? Like, what is that? Why are you? T- what does that mean? And so I looked it up, and I was like, oh, that explains a lot. Cool, whatever. But you didn't care. Well, she just used the restroom a couple more times a day. What's the big deal? Yeah, I mean, big she didn't deal. feel good sometimes. I wonder if she did some of these injections with her mom. Well, the only thing I didn't really like about her was she didn't like any of the food I cooked. And I was like, well, this is what I cook. And that's probably because she, it gave her inflammation. But, right. you know, some people are meant for people and some people are not. So I didn't change the way I cooked. <laughs> well, apparently he um, is being interviewed because there's some sort of... Um, movie that's being made or a documentary is being made about this and i guess if you're doing this i want to see the process he did of changing the poop like so you're like hey mom that's what i'm saying man did you lay it down today and she's like oh don't worry honey at 8 p.m i'll be over there with the equipment and then he like injects himself with it i again i i don't know the um specifics here but that's why i said i guessed he was using him on the show turkey based or something let's get it oh my god uh, let's get him on the show. I'll be like, hey, how did you get that into the, out of her and then so into Char- you? So, Charlie Curtis, if you're listening, we give you the forum here. You are. And if you have Crohn's disease, let us know how it's going. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should, let me inject you. I won't be able to tell people that. Yeah, I inject this it guy. Is, it is not a laughing matter. That is for sure. I've I've heard it being very severe. So. No, it's pretty funny. No, it's no, Poop is funny. Not. Well, poop in poop and of itself, funny. sure. Sadly, we talk about it a lot here on this show. I see no problem with that. <laughs> so he, uh, yes, it says here, sweating, hot flashes, mood swings, similar to what his menopausal mom was experiencing. So the moral of the story is uh, make sure your mom is not going through this condition it, when you start injecting yourself. Didn't a while back we talk about uh, time blindness? Yes, we did, actually. Thank you for remembering. So uh, the reason I bring this up, because like, that memory of her telling me Crohn's disease, and if, if I bet people have been in that situation, especially with the doctor, like when a series going on, the doctor's like, oh, they have this, and you're like, mm-hmm. is that bad or good? Uh, but then <laughs> I was reading this post on Reddit, and it was like a serious post about, um, there's a subreddit called Am I the Asshole? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we can say that on air. We can say that. Yes. And I learned that a few it, weeks ago. Basically, they present a story about like, a situation, it, mm-hmm. and it's like basically, am I the butthead or, or mm-hmm. they the buttheads? And one of them was about this brother was getting married, and they were going to get married at the courthouse, but the other brother has time blindness. <laughs> So the sister's the one making the post. Of she, course he does. she goes, we try to convince my brother and his fiance to change the time to make it more appropriate for our time blindness brother. And I'm sitting there going like, what the hell is time blindness? Am I mi- like, Because I didn't really connect it with what we talked about. Yep. And I was like, is that a real thing? No. It's and, a, well, <laughs> yeah, I know. And then I realized, oh, we talked about this. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is insane. But even if they change the time, he still has to be aware enough of the time to be able to make it on quote-unquote time, even if you delay it by an hour. 
doesn't really make well, sense. Well, that's what I didn't really understand. It's like, what, how do you accommodate to the brother if he's already going to forget? Well, yeah, and that's the story we had was the woman was trying to get her, her employer to accommodate her time blindness and to uh, uh, allow her to be late, and this, that, and the other. And, of course, he's <laughs> the pound sand, man. Forget about it. Yeah, that was funny. But, yeah, Crohn's disease is real. Oh, no, it absolutely yeah. is. I'm not debating that. Time blindness, up for debate. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear about this pilot? The story was a few weeks old, and I didn't bring it to air because... I don't know. I wasn't sure if it was going to go anywhere. But the more I read about it, the more it was just kind of crazy. This pilot who was on an uh, Alaskan Airlines flight. Yeah. And um, he tried to crash the plane by shutting off the engines. Did you hear about this? I mean, I've heard of that trying, like, you mean he's trying to commit suicide? Well, sort of. Sort of. Because didn't that happen a while back where he just hijacked the plane and then crashed it? Uh, I like mean, not this up. guy, not this it guy. It wasn't a pilot. It was actually... No, this a, guy's an actual pilot. But you know what I'm talking about? That story? Well, that's just called hijacking. Like, the, some individual wanted to commit suicide. He learned oh. how to fly a plane oh, wow. and got onto the airplane while everyone was getting off and took off. And just... And just Death by just, airplane, just, huh? Just crashed it. And well, like, I mean, they, if he's just killing himself... No, eh. it was nuts because they released the the yeah. tape of him on the comms going like, hey, just let you know I'm taking this and I'm going like, to end my life. Whoa. Oh, no, yeah. well, this like, guy he's was... He's like, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I'm not trying to, you know, I just thought this would be a cool way to go. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I'd, I've never heard of such a thing. I'm going to have to look at You never that heard up about there. that? That, no. was, that happened several years ago. Awesome. Well, this guy is facing 83 counts of attempted murder oh, yeah. because there were 83 other yeah. occupants on the plane. And at first I thought, yeah, this guy, you know, my gosh. What a butthead. What a butthead. Or an... A-hole. Yeah, he should make a post on Reddit. Hey, guys, am I a butthead yeah, for trying I, to... Am I, the, am I the ass here? <laughs> Anyways, it comes out he was hallucinating on mushrooms. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, so he was doing some sort of like therapy after the loss of a friend. He had gone into a deep depression, and so he went out on this weekend to weekend trip to get high on mushrooms to medicate himself. Apparently, this is a technique. Maybe we'll ask Aaron Rodgers about it. And um, he wasn't fully coming down off of the mushrooms, and so as he was in this flight... He started freaking out and, and uh, yeah, said, I'm going to turn off. And he has the knowledge of how to do this because he's a pilot. Yeah. And uh, tried to take the entire plane down. They restrained him, and, you know, in the end, nothing happened. And so I kind of have to – part of me does feel a little sorry for this guy because he was kind of out of his mind. Um, I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve some kind of punishment, but I'm not sure that 83 see, counts of murder is see, right if, here. If, if I'm not I, sure. If I was the judge of this – court case i would take all 83 of those passengers mm-hmm. and i'm like on in front of you is a piece of paper what do you think and you can say yes or no <laughs> should he be charged with murder should he be charged for murder now is it like a majority rules no it's like whatever if one person says yes he'll be charged with attempted one person Oh, I get it. So that's how many counts he'll... Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting, interesting theory. Maybe we should contact them. That's what I would do. But then what's funny is... Well, he's pleading not guilty. When I got the results, as the judge, I just kill him anyway. <laughs> oh, we had that conversation a few weeks ago if you wanted to be a judge or not. I would not. And I don't know that I'd want to be on the jury He's going to be a repeat offender. We know the patterns. No, of, I don't think this guy's spot. had any... Yeah, I don't of think these he's... mushroom takers. They're going to try to kill again. Yeah, he says he's horrified that those actions put myself at risk and others at risk. And I do think I, I kind of, is that kind of feel sorry that? for him to a degree. Isn't that amazing that you have you have the ability, of like a talent of flying an airplane. You know how to do it, and all of a sudden he knows how to do it, but in a bad way. Yep, yep. It's like, how did you not know what you were doing? You're able to turn off an airplane. Like, it isn't just like a button. No, it's probably a series of yeah. things. Yep. And so it's like, so you knew what you were doing, kind of. Kind of, yeah, subconsciously. But again, he was hallucinating. And what's funny is he even told, like, the flight attendant or the, f- the stewardess or whatever, um, I'm not feeling well, I'm not doing good right now. He, he could feel himself freaking out. I just don't know that 83 counts of murder is the appropriate thing, but uh, that's what he's being charged with. The moral of the story is, don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. Dick, now we got to get serious. But do poop. Yes, do poop. Jank him. So, <laughs> it's, it's been far too long since we've mentioned jank him. I love some jank him. <clears throat> so, this... Happy holidays. Dick, we, gotta, we have to transition to a very, very serious oh, conversation God. now. Yes, very And you know, anytime I say this, it's complete crap. Do you... Yeah. You know, we... we, we Another uh, poop jerk right We there. started <laughs> off this show with a series of conversations about the shower. 
Shower thoughts, as you called them. Yeah. Well, I have a shower conversation for you, and this is serious. I need to ask you. Started, you got orange trees finally coming in, so you can have your shower my orange, peels. Yeah, my orange shower. You have your shower peels. Yeah, I've been told by multiple people I did it incorrectly. You've got to peel the orange in the shower to get that full effect, and I, I uh, pre-peeled. Are you serious? I pre-peeled. That's what I was told, man. I thought that was the whole point. Like, you let it steam, and then you do it. Yeah, well, okay, so I cut it. But then I and I ate all the way down to the rind, thereby kind of exposing and exfoliating the orange. But apparently that's not how you do you it. You don't even have to eat the orange. We just got to peel it. Oh, I, I think the whole point is to eat it, too. I have no idea. Man, I don't know. We're either. talking about doing stupid stuff. We're already spending too much time in the shower to begin with <laughs> peeling an orange. True. True. Well, Dick, do you wash your feet when you're in the shower? Yeah. As do I. Do you remember the huge viral argument from a few years ago? about people who wash and do not wash their feet in the shower. This was big. You don't remember well, this? Okay, let me ask you this, though. Let's let's look at this objectively. Yes, please. That's so, the only way I can look so at this. So I clean my feet because I can reach my feet. <laughs> but, like, I can't okay. reach my entire back. Yeah. Well, Guilty. Maybe I could. Maybe. Guilty. Yeah, actually, no. I'm, okay. They make those little wands. I, I haven't gotten that bad yet. <clears throat> I can still do it. But, like, when I wash my back, I'm right. like, I think I got it all. So you're you're saying if you can reach it, you should wash it. Well, no, I'm saying, like, can you? That's a, that's a, and that's then a you solve it. Like, oh, you get a wand. Like. So you try to solve it. Right. But, like, me, I'm like, all right, I think I got my, all my back. Yeah, really so what's know. the what's the first thing you wash and the last thing you wash? That's a good question. <laughs> I think the first thing I wash are my armpits. Yeah. Because yeah. it's probably where I really got to get in there. Yeah, that's, that's, the most, that's the most aggressive. Yeah, I and think I start. my private areas, I think course. I start with my hair. But anyway. The last thing I wash I, is my foot, my, my feet. Yeah, okay, but the thing is. The point is, you do it, and as do I, and I didn't really ever know that this was up for debate, but a lot of people claim that if you stand in the shower, all the water running down your legs kinda works. into your feet, it's thereby washing them. Oh, contraire. I don't think so, man. But you also have to figure, you also have to realize what you've been doing that day. Yeah. I mean, if you're wearing flip-flops and got funk on your yeah, feet, that's you, you got to wash them. It. Yeah, you got to scrub. That is but simply if you've been sitting down at a radio show and talking crap all day... Uh, <laughs> simply standing there in the shower is not yeah, good enough, good. is my point. It's not know. my point. Or it's not, it's, not, that's not my point. it's not good enough. That's my point. It's not good enough. Well, I, I'm glad to know... I. Okay, so that brings up another point. When is it appropriate to take off your shoes in public? Never. Never, right? I... Especially Unless if you're, you're putting your Roboblades on. What if you're sitting there on the couch, group of friends, you're about to sit down and watch RoboCop 2, and uh, you're like, yep, and you crack those bad boys off, and it just, oh, the, the stench, no good. Well, my I've, feet do not smell. I will let you know that, unless someone's never told me. Uh, and I, I go, But hey, there's always that guy I'm, who did I'm going to ask if I can take my shoes off. Just so you're going to ask, okay. Well, you got to lead by example. So the fact so that you're if, asking me. If the means, host takes off the shoes, I'd be like, you know what? I don't want to have to ask because he took he took his shoes. Yeah, but then that's like an intermingling of stenches. Mm. You, your feet smell or something? No, but I, other Does people. Your wife's feet smell? No, 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 no. I just so don't think it's appropriate. Here? Well, I've known people who've done this, and, yeah, and it's always kind of weird to me. I'm like, what do you do? Leave your shoes on? No, and I tell them your feet stink. Yeah, put them back on, or like in a car, a car ride. You ever been riding in a car ride? Don't <laughs> someone just take their shoes off? Who I, does this? Is this because they're not washing their feet? I I think that's right. They're not washing them. Or they're not washing them properly. Here, here, Andrew, come over here. Smell, <laughs> smell, smell, smell your feet. feet. I'm kind of curious now <laughs> if my feet smell. After the show, that is after the show. Well, that's one thing I love when like you have those you have those boundaries with people where you want to tell them they stink, and then like you know I've been in that scenario where my significant other was you know had bad breath, and I know I don't have right. the best breath. But like there was something. First that, step is admitting it. There's just there's a something died in there, kind of smell. And I was like, "What are you What are you doing? You're only brushing like one side of your mouth or something?" Uh, well, it turned out she had an infection in her mouth, so that's why it smells bacteria and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So now when I smell bad breath, is I'm this like, the same woman that had the Crohn's disease? No, she got no. it for both ends. Oh no, my god, no. uh, but, that's terrible. But, but terrible. Look. But when I found that out, I go, "Okay, so bad breath clearly is bacteria based." So that means anyone has bad breath. I think it's the same with your feet, though, too. Yeah, it needs to go get that checked out. So mm. if you have bad breath, like chronic bad breath, go to get it checked out. I think it's it's like directly related I I to. to, <laughs> I don't to know. Did you give yourself a check? Hey, will you come over here and check me? Nope. I need, I need you to smell my feet. Do me a smell test. I need, I need to breathe in your mouth. God, you are nasty. Nasty. <laughs> oh. How are we doing on time, bud? 
Well, you got a couple of minutes, but you don't think that you don't think people like who have chronic feet problems are not worried about it, and you're over here just. Well, I think if you've got chronic quote feet problem, you're probably aware of it enough, and you keep your shoes on. I think it's those people who just don't care, and they've got just the normal well, amount of stank, and they take them off. Like I was in an airplane a few weeks back, and then looked down the aisle, and this guy had his size ten just hanging out in the in the aisle about to get run over by the the beverage cart. I'm like, oh. And, I, and then it made me think, if I was the person sitting see, next to him, to what I'd been say something to him? Like, bro. But see, what's strange to me about that is when people wear flip-flops. Yep. You're not bothered by that. Maybe I am. <laughs> Do you I mean, think, that's, can you wear flip-flops on an airplane? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Done it. Yeah, so that's disgusting then. <laughs> I don't know if it's disgusting. You're, you're a monster. But I think it's because the foot has been out exposed to the elements that the stinkiness isn't quite you as get, you bad. Ask, you ask that person I think it's that? when it's encapsulated okay. in a shoe and then it gets released, you know? I don't know what y'all, I don't know who you hang out with. Maybe I don't get out enough. Well, I, I did I have don't. a roommate in college. Well, no, my, okay, let me take this back. My favorite the, is, you know, I work at the bowling alley at nights. My favorite <laughs> is when you get that pair of shoes that just bomb your face. Because what happens when you're busy, it, they're like, people just throw their shoes on the counter, right? And like, uh-huh. I'm organizing them. And then, like, it's almost like I reach into the pile and I grab the one. And, you know, like, you sit down. Like, Whoa! Ho! Ho! And then it's bad. And I always like doing that in front of people because, like, what's wrong? I'm like, uh, this guy's shoes stink. You want to smell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is it about that? You taste something nasty. You're like, oh, this is gross. Try it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I'm definitely one of those people. I'm like, you got to smell this. Uh or taste it. Tasting it is the funny part. But, uh, yeah, bowling alley, definitely some smelly, smelly feet. And then, what are you smelling all of them? Well, what's wild to me is it's they're only in there for an hour. Yeah, but they're participating in a an activity. I get But, I mean, like, if your feet smell that bad after an hour, like, you got, I can't imagine yep. going home. Like, if I was married or at, and I was around people, like, hey, I'm going to go to the garage and take off my shoes and spray my feet until I come into the house. Yeah, I had a roommate in college. He uh, he didn't have the, the the smelliest of, or he did have the smelliest of feet, I suppose. And we'd be sitting there on the couch watching a movie, and he'd take his shoes off and start rubbing his feet on the carpet. What are you doing? What? My feet itch. Put your shoes back on, man. So nasty. God, I bet your wife loves you. This isn't me. This is someone I knew. That's code. No, I meant more of you're <laughs> just telling people what to do. Well, in this scenario, yeah. yeah, I think I think that's I think that's the uh, proper thing to do. Yeah, yeah. All right, this is the quick hit at the end of the show, Dick. I don't know if we've talked about this before or not. Are you a roller coaster guy? Yeah, dude. Yeah, well, I'm all maybe, about it. maybe you want to see this one, but the world's largest roller coaster is announced. I don't think it's open yet. Ooh. Yes, in Saudi Arabia. Oh man. Yeah, sorry. So you're gonna have to travel across the world. But this one is going to climb 655 feet, drop 525 feet straight down, and accelerate to 156 miles an hour. No thanks. Oh, yeah, all day. Would you do that? All day. All day you would. Yeah. No, man. What, uh, for loose some for teeth flying in the back of your throat we went, from that thing. We went to an amusement park for my bachelor party. Mm-hmm. And we got there early enough where no one was there. So we rode the same ride. Over like and over and over times, again. Yeah. And we didn't have to get off. Yeah. And I was about to throw mm-hmm. up. But mm-hmm. I was I was like, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see how that was awesome. It was. It was so it's much the same fun. guy that eats the one chip challenge. Well, it has the same effect, too. You also don't put your body through that much force for so long. Like, one time, right. you're good. You can get off. Like, oh, that was fun. Yeah. But doing it seven times in a row, like imagine going on one of the like you know one of those big roller coasters, but not getting off. So that was a good like ten minutes of. I'm sitting there going like, "This is great." <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big roller coaster guy, and there is no way in heck you could get me onto this thing. No way. 156 miles an hour. <laughs> this is what uh, you know. I don't. It's so funny how everyone's different. It's wonderful to be in, in situations where you get to see the differences in people. And I remember we're with my buddies, and we're walking the boardwalk, and they have one of those slingshot rides where you're, like, in the cage, and yeah, it slingshots it, you. Yep. And people are like, man, I bet I dare you to do that. I dare you to do that. And I'm sitting there thinking, how is that a good dare? Dare, yeah. I mean, it's, you know like, you're going to survive. You may you may not like the experience, yeah. but... I and I was like, real. and uh, one guy's like... And I do it without your pants on. Well, no, now, that's a dare. Oh, this, this was great. So it's like... <laughs> and then film it. They're like, oh, man, I dare you to do that. Do that. Dare Put it on you your only that. fans. And then I go, 
yeah, dare me. I'll do it. You just pay for it. Like, I'll do it if it's really that. Yeah. If, if yeah. you think that's big of a feat. And then one guy's like, well, if you're doing it, I guess, I guess I'll do it. And then I'll pay for you. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I remember sitting in the cage with him. And I was like, hey, man, thank you. That's really nice of you. Like, I love roller coasters, man. He goes, I'm definitely afraid of them. <laughs> this is a dare gone wrong. No, and I was like, are you serious? And like, if we're literally locked in. And he Now's goes, he's like, time. Yeah, he's like, yeah, man, like, I, I did not want to do this. So but he basically like, just did this to himself. Yeah. When the dare was to see if you would do it. And I'm like, did, yeah, I'll do it. And so like, the, the picture is great. The picture, I'm like. Yeah, and his picture. Funny his picture. Like, oh, I was like, yeah. Were his pants off too? No. Oh, okay. Just yours. Well, you awesome. ever seen? You ever seen those uh, videos of the people doing those kind of rides where they pass out? Oh yeah, absolutely. And see that G forces in the blood and rush to the I mean, top of your head. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I always, awesome. I always wanted to go to NASA and do that G force ride. Mm-hmm. I got like that. Would, that'd be like a, a bucket list thing for me because I just want to see how long I could last. That'd be right. so much fun. And then, like, I go, make me pass out. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, they'll succeed. Oh, I know. And I'm like, I want to see what I can do. And, they'll just uh, turn it up one more notch. That's why I love watching uh, movies like Top Gun and stuff. I was like, man, that'd be so much fun to be in an airplane like that. That'd be so much fun. It would be, I think, for a little bit. But no, I think it'd be great. That'd be great. Next week on Audience of One. All right, everybody. That's all can you, can we, we have got Saudi, time can we, can we go to Saudi? For. Absolutely. I'll watch you. I I'll record you pantless riding this new roller coaster Man, in Saudi Arabia. Now I want to go on a roller coaster, dude. Man, those are great. That's all we got time what's for, everyone. That's all we got time for. Oh. Oh. <laughs> what's the, so you don't like roller coasters? No, I'm not a big roller coaster guy. Dang, dude. Do, do your kids hate you? No, I mean, I've ridden them with my kids. Um, but I think they've gotten to the point now where they're old enough that, you know, we're not going to be doing that as often. And I think I have probably ridden my last roller coaster. And I am okay with it. But I've ridden with my daughter. I've ridden with my son. Yeah, I mean, I'll do it. I'm just not a fan of them. I love them. Makes my heart hurt. <laughs> All day. Put a dip in and just go for it. Just let it dribble up the ah. side of your face. Oh, guys, onesies, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be here next Wednesday at 10 o'clock. Don't forget to check us out on social media, Lone Star Community Radio. Is a nonprofit, so the show is looking for donations and sponsors. You can find out information below in the description. Again, we want to remind our listeners you can always call or text our message line. That's at 936-463-2322. Our email is at any time at audienceofoneshow at gmail.com. Thank you, John Skeels, for this amazing song. <laughs>